Robots Radio. Games. Lore. Stories. Community. Just press play. Welcome to the Fallout Lorecast. The podcast that explores the boundaries of our knowledge about the world of Fallout. Wastelanders, Vault Dwellers, welcome back. This is the Fallout Lorecast. I'm your host, Tom or Robots, and it is the end of the month. I'm here with our patrons. We have a full house this week. Lots of new people showing up. This is going to be so fun because we are discussing today with the pit on the horizon. We're going back to the pit or at least to the pit before the events of the pit in Fallout 3 in 76. I had some questions. Where do we go after this? Where would the community like to see us revisit if we get to revisit another location from one of the other Fallout games? And with me to chime in on this, I have, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven different patrons this week with some, I'm sure, some awesome opinions. I'm, here's what I'm going to do, guys. I'm going to go through and I'm going to shout out each of your names in order and then... I want you like I want you your wheels turning the first place that comes to mind for us to revisit I'm gonna count count of three and you're all gonna say it all at the same time You're all just gonna shout it out and it's gonna be awesome And I'm not gonna understand any words that you say and we're just gonna see if any words float to the surface All right, so stay stay muted for a second. I'm gonna introduce everybody. We got Lil Green Twiggy Tomb Maverick Germinator Bennett Nova and Scarecrow joining us again. Welcome everybody. All right on the count of three Go ahead and unmute. On the count of three, you're going to shout out where where you think we should go next. Ready? One, two, three. DC uh, Harbor. Wow. I think you all said something different. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> that was awesome. Um, Lil Green, did I hear DC? Was that you? Yeah. You said yeah, DC. Yeah, Okay, I thought that was your voice. All right, I, mean, I think that's a good one. Let's start there. We've got <laughs> Fallout 3 it takes place, prim, like, for the most part, in, D- in DC until you do the expansions and stuff, right? Yeah. Okay, so what is it about <clears throat> going back to DC? Why is why does that seem like a cool thing? I feel like it, the only reason why I would like to see it, like, uh, like around the time of 76, is because, like, that's the first Fallout game that I played. That's the one that I have, like, some, like, like, the memories of like discovering the fallout universe with and also i feel like it'd be cool to see like how dc changed from like after the bombs dropped to kind of like where it is now like where it was in fallout 3 Mm -hmm. like um like seeing the beginnings of rivet city and uh like uh the beginnings of the um the purification project and everything like just like see how dc fared and like those 26 27 years after the bombs dropped until and then like where it like you know and then how it became what it is yeah so i think that's a good point Uh, dc like when you play fallout 3 and you first walk out into the vast expanse of just openness coming out of the vault the first thing that occurred to me was wow this place is really messed up (laughs) like everything is broken down The, the buildings are down it's very hard to get around you have to go through the subways in order to get from one place to another it is in ruins like bad 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 situation how do you think it would be 20 some years after the bombs as opposed to 200 years later do you think it's in slightly better condition do you think it's not i mean personally i think it's not going to be in the best of conditions just because of I mean, it got hit. Um, it got hit bad. Yeah, like, yeah, it, it is hit. a major it like, target. It was like a main target, right? Of like any of like like any bombardment. So, just seeing what it was to what it becomes. Like, mm-hmm. I wanted like it'd be nice to see like what what would Bethesda do to be like yeah no, like like this is what it was and then like uh and like this is how like the the wasteland reclaimed the land in a sense. So yeah. Yeah. What do the rest? Let's open this up. What do you guys think? Do you think did anyone else like DC was the one that you were going to share or do you did share and I just didn't hear it among all the voices? Anybody want to share it? But I think it's it'd be super interesting to see like that early after the bombs drop, just like what the remnants of the U.S. government. That's not necessarily the enclave at the time, because, I mean, the White House is there, mm-hmm. a bunch of U.S. government buildings. So I'm sure there are still people there trying to keep everything going um that's a good point a lot of the well, we do know that a lot of the main people in the government were in different locations or were were killed 
Um, but I think you're right. There would be people still on the ground for the next period of time, probably trying to put the pieces back together, at least of their own lives, if not the, for the government. Um, I think that's a really interesting perspective. Like, is there some form of like very fragile post apocalyptic American government that existed for a very short time that wasn't the enclave? That's a really cool concept because maybe there was and we just didn't get to see them because they didn't last. Anybody else have thoughts on, on DC? I do have some thoughts. Yeah, go for it. Uh, I, I have to agree with little green here and say, I believe it'd be a whole lot worse. Maybe even some of those subway systems that are cleared out now weren't cleared off back then. And maybe rivet, there were more, uh, super mutants roaming, roaming everywhere. Or maybe it just started the migration from the West Tech and the Appalachia up to DC. If if I remember correctly, there wasn't a West Tech facility up there. Um, yeah, I mean so, the situation would be very different right at that that time period. Um, the the expansion of the yeah. supermoons into the East Coast was. I believe they came out of what one facility up there. It's I'm thinking back. Lady seven. Yeah. Yeah. There's like one facility. So maybe there were less of them. Maybe they were more dangerous and they've gotten weaker over time. Maybe they went the other way. Right. Um, You're right. There there could be all sorts of things going on with that. Yeah. I'd also would love to see like a different sort of faction. uh, Like what, what, my friend Bennett was saying about maybe some non enclave people trying to create sort of similar to the responders when we first got 76. Yeah. How, how it just went poof gone, you know, J- just an idea out here. Yeah. I think all of that's very cool. I, I would like to see that environment in a slightly different, I don't, I mean, one, a different graphics engine, but two, like everything in Fallout 3 is so green tinged, green and gray and drab. Like what after, what if maybe the bombs drop and destroy everything, but you end up with this, I don't know, maybe there's just, the, the environment's different in some way. Maybe there's a lot of dust that settled on top of everything. So it feels more like the surface of the moon walking around because the dust hasn't all blown away over almost 200 years, you know, like maybe the environment feels different. Maybe the colors and the sky look different. Maybe more of it is irradiated and more dangerous to walk through. Like having a, a an environment that's both familiar and still kind of different and alien at the same time seems like a really cool, fun way to do that. Lil, what do you think? What do you, what do you think about that? I mean, you're kind of spot on with like, you know, the putting a cherry on top of everything that I was thinking, honestly, because uh, it's just... I, I, like it's just like you know, like I said, like, I just have like a like a, a mild attachment to DC just because like that's the first Fallout environment that I've seen. I'm like, but now like being like so close to like seeing like uh, what the uh, Appalachia, like being like so close to like the bombs dropping. Like what? What did that look like? Especially being like a larger city, a ma- and, like a ma- the major capital of the United States, and like who was there? Who survived? Who first repopulated? And just like how did it become the DC that we know? Yeah. So what what what, what is the, fa- the 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 foundation of the DC that we know in Fallout Three? Right. No, that's a great. Those so. are great questions. That'd be really fun to explore. Um, if I may jump in and just say one thing about DC, I would love sure. to see. I would, I would. I would love to see just a like the remnants of the government, but formed to raiders. So, so all the politicians within the Senate and the House representative <laughs> become a raider gang and are fighting for control over the over their section of DC or just that just the uh, building itself. What would the, you What would you name <laughs> the raider gang? I, a few, a few things come to mind. I don't know, but like, the I'm Senate. Saying, we are the senators. <laughs> I am the Senate. <laughs> we are the proletariat. <laughs> I don't, I'm just imagining it, like I just that was the first thing that I thought of whenever he, whenever Lou Green was talking about the we're talking about DC because I just think that was being hilarious. As you're exploring, and all of a sudden you're just accosted by senators and House Representative members in their cabinets or like, judges. Hey, what if what judges? if you had a bunch of judges and lawyers and they were just called the judges and they wore like powdered wigs and like black robes? It'd be the Inquisition again. That would be amazing. 
Oh. And, and, then, and then they go out and ghouls and slay all the ghouls. Because like the one thing I wanted to say was, I think it'd be the exact opposite uh, for what not German uh, for what Maverick said. I, th- I think there would be very few super mutants and a lot of ghouls everywhere. Yeah, maybe. Well, well, yeah, but I, I've seen it with hilarious though. Of like, like you said, is the Supreme Court justices are running around with bats and stuff and machine guns and slaying yeah. ghouls everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and powdered wigs and black robes. Yeah. Yeah, that would yeah, that'd be fantastic. Imagine and seeing they, their like like a, a group of them on the horizon and just like the silhouettes, like fancy hair, black robe, like minigun. <laughs> that'd be amazing. Oh my god. Yeah, oh, and then man. you just I that I don't I just I just what I thought of. I thought it'd be really funny, and I hope they include that if they do ever go back to DC yeah. in an early setting where the still uh Still remnants or shadows of the U.S. government around, at least, right. or potentials of it. Well, Nova, while, while we're chatting here, I feel like it's time to move on to another one. Do you want to share what you were thinking? Uh, yes. I have an affinity for Far Harbor. Far Harbor is great. Is. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was weighing between Point Lookout and Far Harbor, but I just I decided, I decided on Far Harbor because it seemed just a little bit better than Point Lookout is. Um, They're both creepy and like mysterious and dangerous in their own ways. But and that's why I love different them. ways. Right. Yeah. <laughs> also because also they're swampy and I'm like, I, 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 I really like fishing. I'm going to be honest. Sure. <laughs> and so, and, and so whenever I'm, whenever I'm there, I'm just, I'm just walking around and, you know, hear the squish of your boots through the walk through the mud. It's like, ah, it brings up so many memories of playing it and playing the river when it, when it was about the flood. Um, but I, I really just like the atmosphere of it. And I really want to know the, more of the backstory to the fog, the trappers, how the, like, what actually did happen to Far Harbor itself, like how it started and like really seeing the development of things like for the fog crawlers, the anglers and other things like that. Mm-hmm. And there's makes- a lot of culture there. I think you're onto something with how we could see the origins of the things that play out later. Yeah. In the community, and, uh, like all of that stuff. Yeah. And that's the big reason why I also did show choose Far Harbor over Point Lookout was because there's a lot more exotic creatures, a lot more just mystique to the place rather than you go down and you see inc- incestuous swamp people. <laughs> right, you, right. You get you get that at Far Harbor, too. So it's well, the best of both worlds. Hey, why not? Why not? More incestuous swamp people. Why not? <laughs> Who else wants to chime in? What, what do you guys think about Far Harbor as a as a revisiting Bennett revisiting location? <laughs> One interesting thing we could see there too, because um, that's where Nick Valentine's like brother synth kind of like he's located. So maybe we could see like some of the beginning research that the institute does there. The really the- early prototype, yeah, really early, yeah. Because that might be like when that's starting. So there could be some more lore that they could build off of there. Well, he escaped too far harbor. He was created actually in the institute, though. He only escaped there like a hundred years after the Great War. So, but maybe there there's stories. as as a writer, you could probably come up with a reason why that was a location that was interesting in re, interested in being escaped to. Like maybe there's some sort of precedent with other synths having escaped to that location before and knowing that that would be a place that you might want to go. A secret research facility. Sure. I mean, uh, like just because the Lord didn't say anything about that in the version that we get so far doesn't mean that you can't then. I mean, this this is how let's be honest. This is how all of this stuff works. Whenever you design a new video game, wherever you whenever you design or, or write a, a, a sequel to a, a story, at some point you have to go add things that your first story just didn't hint at because you didn't have the idea yet. You know, so you, you got to kind of back engineer some of this stuff. Um, so, yeah, maybe maybe there's maybe maybe synths have been running away to Far Harbor for a very long time. And that's traditionally a place to go hide. That could be cool. Also, I, I would just I also love to see the Marines there. there. That'd be really cool. The Marines. What, uh, yeah. Bennett, what, what did what you chimed into? What were you saying? I was just saying I forgot he escaped there. And it's been a while since I played that DLC. Yeah. In my mind. Was just oh, there. believe me, I do a show where I talk about Fallout every week. And there are things that I forget all the time because there's just so much. There's so much to keep in your head. Who else wants to chime in? Far Harbor. What do you guys think? Anybody else? I, Maverick. Uh, I had I have really good. I idea because we ever think about those shadow creatures that were in far harbor well why, yeah could, could we figure out why they were going there i mean we probably didn't dlc but it before the all the smoke clear stuff all the devices to keep all the the fog out how, how bad could that have gotten since before then yeah you could you could definitely play into some of that stuff as well 
you know like yeah was it not just the sense but but like all the animal on creatures and stuff because we know that far harbor was really bad even when we went there in fallout 4 uh it took them forever to create uh like a safety net sort of thing Mm -hmm. would wouldn't this be a good location to have more cryptids show up potentially Oh yes, because Fall Seventy Six got got some cryptids in it, and to be able to go to another location, introduce one or two new cryptids, and be like, "Oh, up here on the coast, there's these things," and you know they they don't exist two hundred years later, but at this time they did. That could be fun. I see. I see. Little Green. Little Green's thinking. You got like a thinking Love face. Love the cryptid idea. Only like just because like of how like 76 introduced like a bunch of like cryptids to like the Appalachia area but I'm like in because I know like every state has something oh so, yeah like oh yeah what like what would the Far Harbor area have other like other than what was already introduced into like like the unique creatures that were there oh I'm sure I'm sure there's history for like that part of you know oh, the, yeah. the state and what monsters people talk about in in Florida we have the swamp ape that's a thing people and i there was a time i think it was just out off uh, just got out of college i was living closer to the middle of the state and um there are some swamps if, as you go head south in florida before you get to the everglades you get to just kind of a general swampy area and uh there was a story of a lady who was driving her car and pulled over on the side of the road and came across a swamp ape and it's basically like a bigfoot that lives in the swamp and has like like light fur around its eyes so imagine like chewbacca but with like light fur on its face or something and the story got around that like she almost ran into a swamp ape on the side of the road near near the swamp or whatever and this you know who knows who knows about any of that stuff but that's that's what we have locally here i mean in jersey like we have the jersey devil like so god forbid like fallout ever hits like the oh skunk anyway goji skunk ape yes Yes, I would, it I would is a swamp. Yeah, yeah, the skunk ape because of the lines, the the stripes. Yeah, dude. Oh, was, yeah, um, you haven't heard. Smells terrible, apparently. Yeah, it, yeah. It's also it also has like a very very potent aroma. Like you can tell when you're near because you could smell it. That kind of thing. I don't know. Um, but yeah, Far Far Harbor would be really cool. Who wants to chime in next? Who wants to go next? Who has another another thing that hasn't been brought one. up? Maverick, where are we going? Where are we going back to? New Vegas. We're going right back to New Vegas. Right back to the strip. Right back there. Right back to the strip. Wow. Let's go. Before the events of all the stuff that happens in New Vegas, and there's a lot going on there. The NCR, the Legion, Mr. House. What is, man, what does New Vegas look like only 20 some years after the bombs drop? Obviously, it was still in repair. Like, it it wasn't blown up. We, We don't know if Mr. House is in power yet. Oh, he's probably still asleep. Wasn't he asleep? Yeah, he's been in a coma for like sixty-three years or something yeah, like that. Yeah, he would have been. He would have been not woken up yet. So there might have been uh, a power storm. War. Yeah, I mean, War. at this time, at that point in the continent, it's mostly raider groups that are vying for power. From what I understand, the NCR hasn't really established itself for another sixty years or something. Um, it could be a much darker strip a whole like, lot yeah a whole lot i, I was g- going back and forth between new vegas and going back to even though bethesda didn't make this game back to where fallout one was created was uh more california New York crowd yeah 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 um, yeah so what do you guys think but about new vegas? new vegas let's so. yeah let's talk about new vegas what do you think new vegas was like during this time period do you think the strip was rebuilt mostly by house. I know, I know things were kind of repaired. Things were kind of in less of a quality state, but uh, is, was I, it just I, lawless? What do you think? I believe the lore from what we said, right. Or what we currently know of right now, I believe the lore said the strip was rebuilt in the 20, in the early 20s, in the 2060s and 2070s. Mm-hmm. Like, most of what new Vegas became was, built in like a little decade before the game actually takes place. Right. So what do you think it looked like before that? Like, do you think it it was just leveled? Do you think that these buildings were kind of there just all run down and just they got refurbished? Like, what do you picture? 
a dead city almost with just gangs that from around it. Yeah. Yeah, I can imagine that. No, like no barriers in, like the, the fence line around the city wouldn't have been there. Yeah, like still intact city, but just lawless with bodies strewn around and, and gangs that are constantly you know go, going around, causing mayhem, looting, uh, doing what gangs do, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> especially that, in a post-apocalyptic world. Yeah, that makes sense. It could be a very dangerous place. I, I would have to wonder what the story reasons were, would be for heading over there from 76. Um, Nostalgia. <laughs> Nostalgia. People who who don't know what happens in the future being already nostalgic for it. There you go. Um, let's. Who hasn't chimed in recently? Anybody else have thoughts on, on New Vegas who hasn't had a chance to speak much? I know uh, Twiggy or Scarecrow. Or Germinator, you guys have any thoughts on this one? I see, I see some thinking. A little bit of like, eh, no. I don't know that much yeah, about yeah, uh, New Vegas to chime in. Sadly, oh, that's okay. That's okay. Like, not everybody's played all the different parts of all the games and things. So, or each, or all, or all um, the games. Yeah, I, I, I can see New Vegas. Yeah, but personally, I prefer New Vegas too. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. That would be amazing. I hope I'm my, I've got my fingers crossed that that's going to exist one of these days. Um, but for, for the events of 76, do you think, okay, so here's a question. If they are actually working towards a new Vegas two, now that Microsoft owns Bethesda and obsidian and a lot of the developers underneath that could very well do another spinoff game, not using the main Bethesda game studio. Do you think they would avoid doing new Vegas then for 76? Surely not. Or do you think that they would want to do it so that they could use that as a build-up for the release of New Vegas 2? I think if they're going to include a multiplayer option, like have your classic single-player story, Mm -hmm. as you should have with a Fallout game, but then have a co-op system with it as well, I can see that happening. That's an interesting take. So you think if they do a New Vegas 2 that they will do it more in the vein of a 76 with multiplayer also as part of it? Uh, not so much multiplayer, but more of the actual co-op. Because um, Microsoft, if you know, is very big on their co-op games. The two players. Oh, I see. So it would be a completely different kind of game than anything we've seen for a Fallout game so far. Yeah. Wow. Okay, interesting. I hadn't even considered that. Interesting. All right. All right. Anybody else have any thoughts on New Vegas? On maybe New Vegas coming back for 76, going back out there? Reasons for going back to the West? Like you've got you've got issues with the Brotherhood. Maybe they need to go back to the West for some reason. Some of that stuff could happen. All right. Well, Maverick, any other thoughts on, on New Vegas? No, not really. Okay. I just wanted to put it out there. Yeah, no, that's it's a it's a cool thought. It's a cool thought. Who wants to go next? We've got let's do one more and then we'll take the mid break and I'll I'll do the patron stuff. Anybody else have a thought about where where we want to go? Bennett, Bennett's raising his hand. Yeah, if we could go revisit any location fallout, I think I'd want to see what Anchorage, Alaska looks like, like right after yeah. the bomb drop. I think there's a lot of cool things they could throw in there, like maybe like some Chinese soldiers like hid, and so they're still there. Um, I wonder how barren. It, I mean, it was already pretty barren in the DLC, but I wonder what it would look like just to revisit. Yeah, how different it would be from the simulation that we get to experience in the DLC. Um, yeah, that's a cool. One. That one had had occurred to me too. It is it is the most remote location that we've seen in a Fallout game, even though it's still the U.S. It's still very far away from the mainland. Um, I have an uncle who spent most of his life living in Alaska, and Anchorage is one of the one of the cities that he lived in. Um, so yeah, I've never got to visit him though, but I'm sure it's a very interesting place to go see. What do you guys think about Alaska going, going to Alaska only a few decades after the bombs drop? Do you think it's in, do you, I mean, do you think maybe there's still fighting going on? Do you think it gets blown to bits? Like, are there people like uh, during World War Two, there were remote locations where people continued fighting for years after the war was actually over because they didn't know the war was over. Could we find a situation like that where we have remnants of the like the Chinese army and remnants of the American army who are just now disconnected from the rest of the world still continuing to fight? Well, yeah, go ahead. 
I mean, <clears throat> I could kind of see something like that happening, mostly just because if they get word that the or like somehow find out the bombs have dropped, they have nothing to lose. So it's like they're not gonna probably like you know join forces and try and survive. Is like no, like we're fighting. Let's just like you know just finish it. So I could see that happening, but Alaska as a whole. I think might be spared, honestly, mm-hmm. because it's more of a resource hub than anything. So if they're like trying to fight for like any sort of resources, why are you going to try and like destroy the areas and make it harder for you to get them? So true, true. Unless you're just being spiteful and just going, well, yeah, screw I mean, you like, guys. I you're going to bomb us. See, we're going to bomb you. I can see that happening, but also it's just like Alaska really doesn't have the most strategic, like you know, like the most like people even. So it's just like it did just be like bombing the wilderness, and <laughs> yeah. so I I, yeah. I see Alaska being like the one place, one of the few places in the world that are like untouched by at least radiation. Uh huh. You you so. you brought an idea into my mind as you were talking about this. Like, what if we have the opposite thing that happens instead of factions that are still there fighting years later, a war that's no longer even going on. What if the ground soldiers realize the desperate situation that they're in, put their guns down and started cooperating? And so by the time we head out there and we meet them, they've got like this harmonious society of like the Chinese and the Americans and the Canadians, whoever else happens to be in that region, all cooperating and working together. Like it would be the most like what? You know, because every situation we see, it's like raiders doing terrible things and this faction's doing these bad things and these people are trying to be good, but, you know, getting screwed over by everybody else. What if it's just like this harmonious thing going on? I mean... I, it's not too, uh, like, I guess, like, that is something that could happen as long, you know, if, like, because, like, it's happened throughout history before where, like, enemies have laid down their guns and, like, for a day, like, yeah, done, Chris, like, Christmas you know, during World War II. Christ, like, yeah, Christmas that kind of during thing. World War II World War I. World War One. Yeah. It has yeah. happened. So I'm not saying it can't happen, but I feel like, like, the, just the, the way that they portray the Chinese and just, like, just knowing how, like, the, the, like, the Asian countries are with war, it's, harder for me to see it happening but like if they well, on the both sides drops, on both sides yeah, there's a lot yeah. of indoctrination there's a lot of yeah, like but, we're doing this for the homeland we have to stand our ground yeah. we will not give so, up anything uh, and there's this like whole pro-nationalist racist against everyone else stance on both sides um yeah. but what would be amazing is if in the 20 some years later that they they get this mentality of like we were fooled by our governments into risking our lives for something that was a dead end and now look what they did like we put the we put our lives in our future in the hands of these politicians who have destroyed the world and so now screw them we're going to get along and we're going to make the best of this yeah yeah because like if, correct me if i'm wrong the fev was an aerosolized virus correct yeah it's a, it's a big long chain of events from having yeah. to deal with the uh the um pandemic that happened and then the response to trying to deal with the pandemic which evolved into the fev yeah yeah so pan immunity like, they would still have to be dealing with that mess so i could see like yeah they might still squabble a little bit but like once like the mutations like take hold it's like no 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 let's fight this what, <laughs> now what, you have a common enemy yeah mutant uh like uh polar moose. bears and giant polar bears. Moose, mooses yeah meese. eagles mooses yeah, because yeah. like like uh, I know Alaska has like a jo- like a large population of bald eagles. Like, what sure. would happen to them? Like, we see what like a freaking uh, scorch beast is. Right. Like, it like turns into eagle? a dragon. It's just like a, yes. that was a dragon just swooping down on people. That would be amazing. It'd be like Skyrim again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Bennett, did you want to chime in? Yeah, I think it'd be really cool to see like if it was a harmonious civilization between like the Chinese and the Americans. If they like combined like their tech, so like the Chinese stealth, te- stealth suit with like the power armor stealth power armor there yeah like stealth power armor that like that faction had there and that's what they're fighting the beasts with that would be cool that would be amazing and the polar bear i mean polar bears are huge they're the biggest bears that exist but imagine like a polar bear that's like twice the size of a a regular one and you got to sneak up on it with your stealth power armor to take it down 
That's pretty badass. This is, man, we're doing, hey, Bethesda, we're doing your jobs for you. You should listen to, I think some of them do listen to the show, but you should take some of these ideas. These are awesome. Um, oh, man. Have they stole a couple of your ideas before? They've, like that? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Them. I don't know if I had them first or if I was just like predicting something that was already in the works, but there are a few times that like things have kind of lined up pretty well and I've gone, huh. That's weird. <laughs> Interesting. Um, Convenient that you just have yeah. to watch my show and this that's happens cool. three months later. Oh, no, you know, that's it's great, though, because I, I ideas are a dime a dozen. Like, it's not like they would had to pay me for something. If, if even if that is true, maybe that's not true. Maybe maybe I was just on the same, you know, kind of vibing the same way that they were when they were designing something. And we just went with the thing that made sense, you know, so I don't know. But um, yeah, it's it's true. I mean, I have talked with the developers before. I, I know a number of them do listen to the show, so you never know. Guys, let's take a quick break. I got to thank you guys and the rest of our patrons for being so awesome. And uh, we've got some new reviews to read out and then we'll be right back. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hello there, old chap. Good to see another of General Atomic's finest still eager to serve. All right, here we are in the middle of the show. We've got some new patrons to shout out. Like uh, Mikey T, Noah P, uh, William M, and Carson S. Welcome to the Patreon. Thank you for signing up and being here. You guys are awesome. We have currently 63 patrons, including our two Sentry Bots, I'm the Creeper and Germinator, who's right here hanging out with us. Germinator, thank you so much. Sentry Bot level patron. And uh, all 63 of you guys, thank you so much. This is a thing that I can do full time as part of my content creation career, creating this show and these other shows because of your support. And you guys are the best bosses that I've ever had. So thank you for being here. Thank you for employing me uh, and trusting me with continuing to create content. I really do appreciate that. If you are interested in helping to support the show and getting things for doing so, head over to patreon.com slash falloutlorecast where you can check out all the different tiers and all the things you can get. We also have two new reviews that came in. This one says, um, this one's from Austin the Hedgehog. I'd play that game. Uh, in the U.S. who writes, Tom's got ya. Want a podcast you can listen and still follow along while playing your favorite Fallout games? Tom's got ya. Want to listen to a voice that is somehow so clear yet so relaxing you can hear it over the loudest of Raider gunfire? Weird. I didn't know that my voice did that. Uh, Tom's got ya. Thanks for giving me uh, as well as the whole Fallout community an amazing podcast. I can't count the number of times I've decided to listen to your podcast over watching YouTube. You're doing outstanding. Wow. Thank you so much, Austin the Hedgehog. We also have one from Alf Wee Fwee. <laughs> Don't pronounce your name from the United States who wrote uh, my new work lifeline. Recently, I was trying to get into the podcast world to have something to listen to while working. I totally get it. I do that all the time. I had that fallout itch that needed to be scratched and robots had me covered. Been listening nonstop now for the last few days. Makes the workday go by so much faster. Love the energy he brings and appreciate how in-depth he goes. He's a great host that makes a wholesome space to come and enjoy. Keep up the great work. You have a new fan and listener. Thank you so much. We'll just call you Alf. Guys, thank you for leaving those. That is amazing. And um, yeah, and thank you to the, like, pointing out the community because this community is awesome. You can hear these guys right here. These guys are awesome. They're a part of the community. The community just keeps on growing on discord and everybody loves hanging out and being awesome together so uh thank you all for for being awesome because that's great uh but that's that's what we got if you want to help out and leave a rating or review on apple podcasts five star reviews will get read out in the future ratings on spotify are also helpful as well if even if you don't listen on those platforms you can still leave some ratings on them and that would be very helpful to me to get the show out to as many people as possible all right that's it for the middle of the show let's go back and talk more about future locations for fallout 76 if you have any questions about nuka world i'd be delighted to answer them 
All right, we're back. And I know Germinator, Twiggy, and Scarecrow haven't chimed in with their locations yet. Would one of you guys like to to start us off in the second half here? Twiggy, I see Twiggy's hand. Twiggy, where are we going? Where are we going back to? Exactly where we just heard. Back to Nuka World. Nuka World. Man. Are we are we still dealing with Raider gangs? Are we like what's Oh no. What just happened? No, you're good. You're still here. We can hear you. you. Can you not hear us? Twiggy's having all times you do this now. (laughs) Oh no, Twiggy. My headphones just turned off. I can't hear anything. That's weird. Poor Twiggy. He lost his headphones. Twiggy, here, here, I'm going to type to it, to him. Uh, let us know when they come back on. All right. Well, here, we'll go with somebody else first. Why don't we skip to either Germinator or Scarecrow? Scarecrow, or I know you're kind of in an environment that gets kind of loud sometimes. I'm not sure if you can chime in or not. Uh, Germinator, why don't we start with you? Germinator, Germinator right there you are. Right after dropping the phone, as you do. Hey, no problem, man. Um, well, I, I, oh, come on. Stupid charge cable. <laughs> Technology. Um, well, as I, was, as, as I originally said, Washington is uh, somewhere I would really like to go back to. But um, seeing this, that's already been covered two and a half times. Um, Where are you thinking? I definitely want to see... Far Harbor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we talked about we talked about that one uh, already. So are the, uh, but I also want to see Alaska. So okay, so all the ones, a lot of the ones that we already brought up, those are like on the top of your list. All of those ones. Yeah. Wow. Well, that coincides really well with what other people have said so far. Is there anything you well, want I mean, to those- chime in about the things that haven't, like maybe things that haven't been said about those locations, things that you might think they might be like? Well, I'm thinking we don't know if Alaska got hit by nukes. Right. Yeah. We don't know that, which means we could go to Alaska and witness the Battle of Anchorage still going on. Now, even if it did get with the hit with nukes, they could still be battling on 200 years later as duels. Yeah. Well, if we're moving during the time period of Fallout 76, it's still it's only like 27 years or so after the bombs. Yeah. So maybe war is still going at that point in Alaska. They're still skirmishing against each other is what I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's definitely resources battle. there that are, you know, valuable. They'll always be valuable. We could see a pit version of Anchorage. Yeah, a pit version of Anchorage. Yeah, yeah. Do you think it'll be darker like the pit? I reckon it'll be a lot brighter, actually. Like, visually brighter just because of the snow and ice. Ah, ah. But, okay, so visually brighter, but do you think that, like, the situation will be dark in a, like, disturbing kind of way? Yeah. Oh, God, yes. (laughs) Okay, okay. Yeah, that would be an interesting juxtaposition because the pit is a very dark location, right? It feels very, like, you've got all the ironworks and it feels all like everything's kind of underground-ish or in buildings and everything's kind of dark all the time. Um, To move into a more open environment that's, like, bright because of white snow and clear skies, but yet still terrible humans (laughs) would be an interesting juxtaposition. I mean, hey, humans will always be humans. As I say in every Fallout franchise, war never changes. War never changes. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, so interesting. Anybody else want to chime in on these? I know we've talked about them a good bit so far, but any other thoughts as we've been talking about this? Bennett? I I guess if you're going darker, so it's not going to be like a harmonious thing between the Chinese and the Americans, but like more like the pit. What if one side won and now they're enslaving the other side and there's storylines with that yeah that could be a thing yeah which which one do you think wins out well based on the simulation and fallout 3 in that dlc they really make it look like the americans are going to win that one Mm -hmm. um and with power armor i feel like there could be something there but i don't know there could be some some stragglers of the chinese like some guerrilla warfare with the stealth 
Um, right. That's true. That's true. Or what if what if the simulation we get is all propaganda? It's what if it's not the actual facts of what's going on? It's what they want the soldiers to think is going on. So they think they're going into a situation where they're going to win. But then we actually see the situation just after it happened. And we're like, wait a minute. This is very different than we thought. That actually sounds more likely now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't right. see that happening just with the fallout government. I mean, government. the government, the military never lies ever, right? <laughs> never ever. <laughs> yeah, that could totally be a thing. That could totally be, be a thing. Um, Twiggy, is your, is your audio working yet? Can you hear us? Yeah, I'm using Bluetooth headphones, and for some reason they decided to just shut off. Yeah, no problem. Find a case to put them back in and everything, but then they fixed themselves. So okay, okay. Well, while we've still got you, and we can we can still hear you. So if we disappear from your headphones, feel free to go ahead and just share what you wanted to to say. But what location were you thinking? Uh, Nuka World. It was when I Fallout Four was the first Fallout I played, and uh, when I found out about the DLCs. Nuka World just uh, seemed the funnest to me because it's an entire amusement park and but uh, you bottling happy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I think it'd be cool to see uh, how it looked before all the raiders and everyone moved in. Either if I don't know if it'd still be just the traders or just people, or maybe it'd be barren. No one that's set up uh, town yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Do you think it would be in better? condition i mean it's only been a few decades so do you think that like we actually have parts of it that are similar to the way it would have been right at right when the bombs dropped i think so i think maybe with some of the rides you still have power because if you go there some of the rides still work some of them are messed up because of all the decay but i feel like uh all by then since not that much time has passed maybe all the rides would be available or uh so just some of them or maybe it'd be the same and it didn't matter how long it'd be, but yeah. What, what do you think would be the story reason to go there? Maybe, uh, sound amusement park. So, uh, find out about it being a, uh, just a wanderer or a survivaler and survivalist mm-hmm. and just talking to your group or maybe it's just you. And it's like, it's a, if no one's there, it's got walls and stuff. Maybe it's a good place to fortify and uh, make your base. Maybe that's the start of how uh, all the raiders started moving in. Maybe you're one of the raiders that heard about it and decided to let's make some caps off this place. Yeah, yeah. With the with the uh, expeditions they're putting into seventy six, it seems like they're having reasons for like you and your group to go to certain locations, right? Well, uh, it occurs to me that it might be interesting if you happen to be traveling past the location but then have to take refuge there for some reason like it wasn't your primary destination but you end up there right and then you have to maybe like barricade yourself in or maybe like like remember the uh what the what were they the alligator or crocodile death claws like something the gator, claw. the gator claws yeah so, something goes crazy you got to barricade yourself in and now you've got to survive like survive the night with all of this craziness that's happening in the park like and then that creates gameplay reasons for being there and having to deal with stuff right something like that it's just an idea um anybody else have thoughts on nuka world yeah um, I had some thoughts. go for it yeah yeah what do you think Oh, uh, so yeah, I, I really like the idea that, uh, sort of the combination of your ideas or maybe not, I don't, but how, how in fallout four, we, we learned that they were raiders there all around the place, you know, enslaving people doing raider things, raiders, do raiders, raiders do. things. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, what, what if you and the group uh, are like, you, you know, you had to go through that uh, gauntlet or whatever. Yeah. That yeah. death gauntlet or whatever. Right, right. What if you guys had to go back through it? Like it was already like there the for some reason? Like like there was some group that had started the tradition of the gauntlet that was that was already living there? Yeah. Or uh, Or like an early variation of it. And mm-hmm. they just tuned it up each time yeah it's like it's existed there for like generations and just keeps getting worse and worse and worse yeah 
Yeah, like the Raiders had already been there. Or like different like groups of point. Raiders take it over and then they make it their own thing. Yeah, yeah. Or like, you know, like Raider groups die out. The Raider, new Raiders move in. They find this and it's like, oh, let's add more torture things. <laughs> right. Yeah, that'll be fun. More skulls on posts. Great. Wonderful. More dead bodies on pikes. Yes. Yeah. There you go. So, yeah, that, that was my idea. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Bennett, did you want to chime in? Yeah, I think that maybe one story reason to go there. Um, I know that in the DLC, there's some X01 power armor in like the space part. That's right. Yeah. Enclave power armor. I believe so. Yeah. So maybe the Enclave has something there that they were researching. That's where they keep something hidden. Um, So that could be a story reason to go to Nuka World. Yeah, there there are definitely relations uh, in Nuka World between like Nuka World and Vault Tech and like the sponsorships that connected them and if Project there's cobalt yeah if there's connections to vault tech then there could be connections to the enclave there could be a lot of other stuff going on as well um, no, no, no no project cobalt was the military project that was happening there yeah so, yeah right right so military connection there could be like more going on between any of those groups and ways that they were connected and somehow associated maybe i mean maybe there's secret location under the park right like that we just didn't get to see and so that gets opened up I'm sure you could come up with lots of different ways that that could work out. Um, Twiggy, this is a, this is a cool one. This is a cool one. I would love to go back to nuke world. I think uh, bottle and Cappy are super creepy, especially Cappy. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, Scarecrow. How's your, how's your sound working? Are you able to chime in? I see, I see muted. I don't know if you're able to unmute and chime in. Let me know if you can. He did say in the chat, he was having issues. I think. Uh, yeah, yeah, I've been, I've been watching that, but, um, we'll see. We'll see if you, if you're able to chime in before the end, that would be awesome. We'd love to hear what you have to share. If not, you can kind of share with us later and we can discuss it on the discord. And then we have ones and zeros just popping in here. Ones and zeros. Uh, Welcome. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. We can hear you. I'm glad you made it. We were, we're about to wrap this up. Everybody has been (laughs) chiming in. We've got locations to go visit after the pit for fault 76 and, uh, that so help me remember everything. We've got DC, we've got Far Harbor, we have Alaska, we have Nuka World, we have New Vegas. Is there a location other than those that you think would be really cool to go visit, but only a few decades after the bombs dropped, like before we actually get to visit and say Fallout Three or Fallout Four or Fallout New Vegas? Um, outside of the games, um, I think it would be cool to visit like the Grand Canyon, see if like those collapsed in on itself. Oh, so to go back out west, but places we haven't been before. Yeah. Just okay. like sightseeing, but seeing how the bombs like kind of devastated the world. Um, or even just seeing what else there is. So if you could pick, I mean, we, this opens it up to like anything. If you could pick yeah. an anywhere location and, and let's, let's frame it in the context of Fallout 76. In Fallout 76, they, they're coming up with reasons to go on expeditions. Like there's a reason that we're going to be visiting the pit. There's a story reason that we're going to take like the responders want to go help out and do something right. Mm-hmm. Like where would you go and what would be like the story reason for doing so? Um, from like a strategic point, it would probably be somewhere like where a lot of production happens. Like say um, like what, america did pre-war uh canonically like they were trying to take over alaska for their oil production mm-hmm. um right off the bat like or off i don't know um where like our major producers are in the country um but it would probably be something like a textile production or just manufacturing like yeah where good yeah. spots for those are because they could probably like repurpose plants as well Right. Ohio, Detroit, uh, Chicago, like some of these kind of northern cities that have a lot of manufacturing in them. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it it would be very similar to the pit, um, but like in different ways. Right. Yeah. It's interesting. Interesting. And just trying to take over other places, kind of like what the NCR did, because if they managed to take over an entire new wasteland, they have that many more people to join their cause. And there's just that much more control over the country right right just like how they're trying to take over the mojave yeah scarecrow is chiming in on chat uh things are pretty loud right now so not able to actually get on on the mic but says that a place like detroit would be a good place to visit oh yeah yeah um 
Yeah, there these are these locations that I believe places like Detroit and Chicago are mentioned like only a handful of times in the lore, but we don't actually get to see them. So to have a place like that kind of fleshed out in a way and get a little bit more of an expansion on the lore, like, oh, this is what was happening here, or this is what got hit and this is what didn't with bombs. Or, you know, these are the people who are still here producing things, trying to rebuild America. It would be cool if there's if you could find like Area 51 in Nevada and just like you explore the (laughs) facility and there's like aliens or something. Yeah, more alien stuff. That would be fun. That's true. That's true. Like maybe there's like technology out there that would be very valuable. Yeah, maybe there's like research on Mothership Zeta or something. Yeah, yeah. That then then you could do like return to Mothership Zeta. What if what if you go on an expedition to like Area 51, but while you're there, get abducted by the Mothership? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, where like you would find out kind of like what you mentioned when you were covering aliens, like if they're real or not, Um, Uh because you said like maybe the Motherships are their own um like colonies because they're in their own spot in time yeah um maybe there's like they somehow managed to get research on like the collective motherships and mothership zeta isn't the mothership yeah yeah we could learn a little bit more actual alien lore or um or get abducted and run into some of the same passengers that are still frozen <laughs> yeah like years later during the turns actual dlc all, yeah it turns out they all have like an obsession with the ponies <laughs> right? like every alien uh no matter the race yeah oh man that'd be really cool what do you guys think about this whole like going back to mothership zeta area 51 bennett's giving a thumbs up twiggy everybody's like yeah that'd be cool more aliens awesome uh, i would like to add add sort of with the midwest stuff like chicago detroit we, we could finally figure out what's going on with the midwest chapter of the brotherhood that's true there is reference to those yeah yeah, they only arrived there like after the events of Fall One, though they weren't here to begin with. Yeah, I guess you'd true. have to have the time frame make sense with that. So there, that is true. That is true. But we could understand a little bit of the environment of like what would be appealing for them to go there, like the corn ground. everywhere. So much, so food. much corn. <laughs> <laughs> corn powered like power armor. It's a mobile ethanol refinery. Yeah. yeah. And then there's just like, um, what are they called? Um, crop circles. There we go. Yeah. It's just only cornfields and crop circles. Right. And we're back on aliens again. Yeah. Also. Maybe, maybe <laughs> you're exploring that and that's where you get abducted. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Could you imagine you're walking through a cornfield that also sees these, these two little beady eyes poking out at you? <laughs> from, the, from the alien it's like <laughs> <laughs> or it's just like <laughs> or uh you just like see eyes open up like all around you oh that i i love the oh, like horror yeah i love i love the horror stuff in fallout games it's I love from signs the guys plot twist the aliens from signs just splash water on them right right you bring the nuka gun that shoots water like the squirt gun <laughs> and that's what allows you to take out the aliens I think we just uh, we just totally writ wrote like the next five years of content for Fallout seventy six. <laughs> you, you're Maybe welcome. We get royalties. <laughs> you're welcome, Bethesda. Oh man, I I want my I want a credit due in the, in the credits. <laughs> I want my name there. Some random guy who's on a podcast. <laughs> that would be awesome. That would be awesome. All right, guys. Well, we need to wrap this up. Any last minute thoughts on any of these? Any anything you're itching to just kind of throw out there right at the end? Nope, we've covered everything. Nah, good. All right, all right. Uh, Scarecrow, I'm sorry we weren't able to hear your voice. He says, I love the alien idea or ideas. Uh, awesome, awesome. Well, guys, thank you for joining. We're going to go back through and feel free. This is your chance to shout out any projects you want other people to know that you're working on, things that you're putting out there on the internet or whatever, or just ways that people can get a hold of you if they want to chime in and talk about Fallout or hang out and play games together or whatever. Let's just go back through the list. We've got Lil Green. Lil Green, I know I know it's wedding season. I know you're busy. <laughs> things things yes, are nuts. I'm busy. I'm squeezing in my, you know, stuff when I can. But, uh, no, I mean, if you want to reach out to me, uh, 
uh, I'm, I, I check Discord frequently throughout the day. Just tag me. I'll respond. Or if you want to see some of my personal photography work, just reach out. To the, you can see me on uh, Instagram at LilGreen underscore photography. Please follow me. I'd really appreciate it. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. And if you happen to live up in your area, you could, they could yeah, hire and, you to do yeah, photography. Yeah. If you live in New Jersey, uh, I'll gladly uh, do a photo shoot if you ever need my services. Well, there you go. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks, Lil. Uh, Twiggy, Twiggy, you got anything going on you want to share? Don't got anything going on, uh, but if you have any to reach, if anyone needs to reach me, just at the Discord, just at me and I'll respond. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks for joining us. Maverick, I know you've got a show. I know you had a, a recent episode with a, a fun guest. Yes, yes. Our first super fan. It was a great episode. It was a long episode, but it was a great episode. Yeah. Why don't you tell people I'm about it? Who, who is your super fan? Uh, his, his name, he, his name is Weirzy. Weirzy, he's from Ireland. Uh, we, he got up around 3 a.m. His time and we recorded around 8.30 our time. Wow. Uh, we wow. talked, we talked, uh, about our favorite loca- locations. So basically what we're doing here. Oh, fun. Fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So this is the follow yeah. round table. This is, this is your, your follow chat show. And, yes. Yeah, yes. Awesome. Awesome. This is a fun. Uh, our next episode, ironically, is going to be about the pit because of what's going on with seventy six in the pit. That totally makes sense. It's going to be it's going to be broken up into two episodes. So awesome, awesome. It's, and then besides that, I can't wait for college football. <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us again, uh, Germinator. You got anything going on you want to share? <laughs> or is your camera just falling down all the time? Oh no! Did we lost the camera? You scared him away oh, by asking him what he's now doing. Now he's back. He's still muted. We can't hear him. Uh, I'm still here. There we go. Uh, yeah, I have a habit of dropping this thing. Um, nothing really much going on at the moment. Um, yeah, sweet fuck all, actually. A couple of days <laughs> off to myself. Nice. That's why I'm sitting at home, even though you can't see that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it looks like you're on the road like usual. You got a road behind yeah. you on, on your screen. Well, thanks for joining us. Um, yeah, you're on the Discord too. If people want to want to jump yeah. in, you're you've been playing Seven Days to Die with our group. We've been doing that. So uh, no, I tried at least. You, you tried at least. I know distance can yeah, be an issue. Joining it at 120 days in is yeah not recommended. Well, the group is moving on to a different server. I tried resetting our server. I've been having issues with that. So we're gonna go join a public server together and oh dear, see what happens with that. So it'll be fun. Uh, so go yeah go look for the info on that on the uh, on the Discord, uh, Bennett. Bennett, you got anything going on you want to share? Um, nothing too important going on. If you need me, I'm on the Discord. You can ping me. Um, other than that, tune into next month's Patreon episode of the Elder Scrolls Lorecast to hear me talk there as well. Awesome. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, thanks for thanks for supporting both projects. That's awesome. Um, Nova, you got stuff you want to share? Uh, yeah. Uh- a couple weeks ago, I finished a video that was well, a very extensive video on the why the wasteland sucks. That unsurprisingly describes why the wasteland sucks in very precise detail. It can also be titled as the difference between thermonuclear and and fission atomic uh, fission weapons or atomic weapons because that's primarily what it breaks down into. Uh, I did terrible math on that apparently, and I kind of realized I kind of realized that after I published it because I'm not a mathematician i'm a historian so anyways besides that i'm i'm currently working on a video on the service rifle combat uh com, com, combat carbine or whatever it is and the marksman carbine as well cool. um cool and a couple other things like that and really just working living day to day not really doing much else what's your yeah. channel so people can check it out oh yeah uh yeah but my channel is supernova so supernova on the youtubes go check it out yeah, um, on the YouTube's on the YouTube with a, with a zero instead of an O, by the way. Well, there you go. That, yeah, that's very helpful as well. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thanks for joining us again. Scarecrow, thank you for being here. I'm sure you're busy and, and may not be able to chime in. And then uh, ones and zeros. I'm glad you made it for the end of the episode. Uh, yeah, thanks for letting me still join. Oh, of course. <laughs> of course. Yeah, I no, ended up no problem. talking to a person and yeah, it took me a bit. Yeah, <laughs> no big deal. Um, anything you want to share that you've got going on? Uh, no, not really. Unless you want, unless one of the listeners for some reason wants to hire a very beginner, uh, Python developer, uh, for some reason, I mean, we've got a lot of listeners, so maybe Might so well open up my opportunities. But all right. Yeah. That's all right. about all I have. Um, yeah, thanks. 
Yeah, thanks for being here. Awesome. Um, and you guys know how to get on the Discord. There's links in the show notes. Uh, just search Robots Radio Discord. It'll come up or robotsradio.net. There's a link there. Um, so if you aren't currently on the Discord and want to get together and hang out with any of us and chat about Fallout or whatever else, I know a number of people have been playing Fallout 76 together. We've got voice chat rooms for people to get together and play games. Um, I love it when the community does this and just kind of makes that stuff happen. So that's that's why it's here. So come join us. Um, guys, thank you so much for your support. And and so much for hanging out with me at the end of this month and the other months that you've been here. If you've been here multiple months, I really do appreciate it. And it's always a highlight for me just being able to, you know, nerd out on stuff that we all love. So that's what we got for this week, everybody. Thank you for tuning in chat. Thank you for being here. I'll be back next week with a regular episode. Maybe we'll go explore more about the pit. I've been doing, doing new Vegas stuff, but maybe we got to go back to fallout three again. We'll find out. So stay tuned for that. I'll see you guys next time. Bye, everybody. To plug into everything else we're doing, check out robotsradio.net. Reach out to me on Twitter at robots underscore radio. Check out the Robots Radio Rocket Club, where you can join me and a bunch of our other creators creating your podcast, starting a new podcast, or helping your current podcast grow. There's more information about that on robotsradio.net as well. And you can always talk with us and the entire community, over 2,000 people on the Robots Radio Discord. Come join us. We'd love to chat with you. See you guys next time.